Hello and welcome to the Optic Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Jesse Udato. I am one of your co-hosts, Dave Worth. And it's been another week, another natural disaster that no one could have predicted. There have been like three natural disasters this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, we've, we've opposite affected the natural disasters two weeks in a row. We're not going to this week. Um, it's not out of a sense of lack of empathy. Yeah, we could. It's very valid. Yes. Uh, we, were, we were watching uh, the news before you uh, arrived at the studio. Mm. And um, the reporter was saying, you know, like there's devastation in Puerto Rico, which is, you know, uh, a part of the United States. And I yeah. was like, and half the country's sort of like, eh, is it? No, is it? Yeah, like, uh, uh, it is. It is. It is. Well, I'm sure our large adult president will handle it. Yes. Uh, I'm sure he cares equally as much about the people people of Puerto Rico as he does about everyone else. You know what? I think that's probably the case, it, but only because he does not actually believe that other humans are real, <laughs> except for the daughter he wants to fuck. True. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's get into it. Let's let's do. All right. So for crazy Trump tweets this week, guys, we it was like a busman's holiday. Like we just had. We so had many. A pick. I'm a little concerned that um, I don't know if this is a thing, but I feel like in poker it might be a thing where you keep throwing cards back because you keep getting great cards, and yeah. then you end up with like Ace Jack uh, Queen <laughs> Seven. Okay. You know, and it's like not actually a hand, but they're all they all look individually great. Yeah, I, I mean the, the, I, the crazy Trump tweets version of that is okay. Is uh, but I, you know what? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with I think we yeah, had some I, great. I think they're all great. I, I made the joke when we were going through these that it, a lot of these tweet, tweets would have made the list, but they're in the Jordan era. You know, yeah. like no matter how good you are, there's Jordan right there. Yeah, yeah. Like so, uh, it's unfortunate for all the tweets that didn't make it. Yeah, that are not going to get to be as famous as being in this list, but. But let's just get into it. All right. Sorry, Scotty Pippen tweets. Here come some Jordans. Um, crooked Hillary Clinton blames everyone, parentheses, and everything, everything being two words there, and parentheses, but herself for her election loss. She lost the debates and lost her direction. Wait, I, I want to stop you there. I don't know if we should... Can, if we should stop the recording, but uh, isn't that from like months ago? No, no, no. I'm sorry. This is. But he, he's referring to the debates. The debates happened in like August. Yeah. They, they happened like pre the election. Uh, almost a year, over a year right. ago. Right. So that's clearly something that we just forgot to. Nope. That, that's from this week. That's from this week. Um, why? Why? Um, How long can you campaign against fucking Hillary Clinton when you won? I, do, I mean, A, that, but, but B, it, I think it shows that Trump's memory has at best a year mm -hmm. because Hillary Clinton decisively won every debate she yeah. was in with him. She mopped the floor with him in debates. It, one of the things that people have commented on about how weird this election was was that the debates didn't matter at all. Yeah. She lost despite having, like, repeatedly yeah. nut-punched him. Even, even after a debate where she brought in her husband's accusers... <laughs> and had them sit and stare at her angrily. She still strutted around the stage, shitting all over him happily. Here's what I well, think may be going on. What a better time that was. Uh, here's, like, I think we need to prepare ourselves for the very real possibility yes. that Donald Trump is in a 51st States type situation. Okay. And that every night when he goes to bed, his memory gets erased. <laughs> and he looks at a tape of himself being like, Hey, this might be surprising to you, but you're president. Is that uh, what the 51st state is about? Yeah. Oh, that's way more interesting than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drew Barrymore um, gets into an accident and she forgets everything that, like, she remembers up into a very specific time, right the day before the accident. Uh huh. Um, and every morning she wakes up and she forgets everything that has happened. Okay. So Adam Sandler goes on a new date with her every day, basically, because uh... he is. 
she has never met him. So he has to get her to fall in love with her every day. Okay. Uh, so it's possible that Donald Trump is in that situation. Yeah. That's uh, you know, so as far as he knows, he sees the tape and he goes, and Trump's, like, TV Trump is just like, hey, yesterday you won the debate with, <laughs> with Hillary. He Great pop- job. He popped the wrong one in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I, I think we just need to be prepared for that possibility. Yeah. Um, and you should see that movie because uh, of the Sandler movies, it's actually one of the best ones. Okay. Probably not going to see it. Okay, but you should. It's okay. like, it's heartwarming. I mean, I worry about It'll my, make your, warm heart, your heart warm. I worry about my heart getting warm. I mean, that's fair, but... <laughs> I don't want... My heart should stay at 98.6 degrees. Is it even at 98.6 degrees now or is it a lot colder? I mean, I, if it were colder, I'd be in a lot of trouble. Okay, well, let's take it out and weigh it and temperatureize it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the word for that is. <laughs> take a temperature. Let's, thermometer it. Yeah, <laughs> let, let's get some, let's get thermometer ring all over my heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, next. Let's move on to the next tweet. Spoke to president of Mexico to give condolences on terrible earthquake. Unable to reach for three days B slash C of his cell phone reception at site. There are so many words <laughs> missing from that tweet, and yet it still manages to be horrible. The name of the president, the word the is repeatedly missing. Yeah. Um, to me, the, the, thing, um, the thing that's saddest about it is it's basically him admitting to, like, in, in kind of like, Admitting to the whole world that he kind of got like ghosted by the president of Mexico. I mean, yeah. Like, like, do you think the guy was just like wearing a hard hat, looking at some damage, and being like, "Oh, this fuck again. I'm not taking this." Yeah. I don't have I don't have time for this horse shit. Yeah. You tell me nobody was able to get in touch with the president of Mexico for three days. For three days. He was incommunicado. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the largest nations in the world, one of the most important. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't Uh, couldn't be reached. Right. Because uh, in Mexico, they don't have satellite phones. Yeah, I mean, Trump's argument is that in an emergency, he'd be unable to reach the, the pre- president of Mexico. Yeah. So we get, we, get a, we get a warning that for some reason, even though we, we know they don't have nukes, nukes are flying in from Mexico. Mm-hmm. There's a chance Trump's unable to call Mexico and be like, hey... Yeah. Are those your nukes? Yeah. Also, here's the thing about other presidents. Um, about, from my understanding, all of the presidents. Yeah. Um, like, let's say you wanted to call every president before this one. Sure. Um, almost nobody just called his cell. <laughs> you know? Like, people called, like, the, the White House. Right. And then the White House would connect you. Right. If it were appropriate. Right. Um, that's how world leaders talk to other world leaders. Exactly. Yes. They don't just hit them up on their cell phone and text each other at 10, in the, you know, like 10 o'clock at night and be like, hey, you up? Well, yeah. Like, yeah. Actually, this is really, this is interesting to me. Um, there's, uh, Pre Bahara has a new podcast. Yeah. Um, and he talks about this very issue. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the things that he implies led to his firing was that he stopped taking Donald Trump's calls after Trump became president. Yeah. When uh, he uh, met with him during the transition period, Trump asked him for his cell phone number. Yeah, which I, I believe he said he gave him. He gave him his cell phone number. Because he felt awkward. Because he was like, this is awkward, but nobody seems weird about this. And then he like documented the whole thing, whatever, whatever. And he took a couple calls from Trump during the transition period each time, again, documenting, telling the Justice Department, right. this is weird. Please stop him from doing this. But he, w- he technically wasn't president at the he time. He wasn't president at the time. And then once he became president, but, uh, he stopped taking his calls. Yeah. And then he got fired. Mm-hmm. 20 hours later. 20 hours after that call. Yeah. So I think... And it's not that he stopped, he, he stopped taking his calls and specifically told them yeah. I am not going to take your calls. Right. And I, th- and it, I mean, like, the reason, obviously, is, like, the, the, the attorney generals need to have... Attorneys general, I think, is the 
globalization. Mm-hmm. They need to have um, uh, judicial independence from the presidency. They serve at the pleasure of the president, but they are not the president's employees. Um, so, yeah, it. it, it uh, I right. think Trump sort of believes in this sort of like Trump ran the Trump organization in this sort of like weird lean way where there weren't a lot of employees. They were all very trusted by him. A lot of them were his um, long-term associates or his family. And I think he runs the government essentially the same way and just assumes Mm -hmm. that's that any president coming in can just do it the way he wants to. It's part of the reason he hasn't hired a lot of people. It's part of the reason like for just constant chaos, because he also runs it the way he ran the Trump organization, which is to shout at people yeah, change his mind constantly and blame everybody but himself. Yep. Um, but you know, cell service in Mexico was kind of dodgy there for a while. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's move on to our let's move on to our next All one. Right. <clears throat> it's two parter. Bernie Sanders is pushing hard for single for a single payer health care plan, a curse on the U.S. and its people. I told Republicans to approve health care fast or this would happen, but don't worry. I will veto because I love our country and its people. Everyone having health insurance is a curse yeah. on its people. Yeah. Normally, I will take the, like, ridiculous standpoint, the, like, Colbert kind of standpoint. Sure. Um, from the Colbert Report, not Stephen Colbert, whatever. Late night, yeah. I don't have one for this one because I cannot, for the life of me, figure out how it is a curse <laughs> for you to be covered if you are sick. I it, yeah, I mean, we're the only industrial na- industrialized nation that doesn't have some sort of universal health care. You know, it's it. And it's not, it's, it's not, it's also like <laughs> Trump saying he'd veto it is you're way ahead. Of, you're, 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 yeah, it's not, like, it's, it's not, not it's not, never going to get a vote. It's not landing on your desk anytime soon, pal. Like you've, you're, the Republicans have the majority and you know, they're evil. So don't worry about it. Why is he tweeting about it? Why is he wasting his time? Why is he wasting our time? Why are we? Why are we forced to do crazy Trump tweets about this crazy thing he said because it's so fucking crazy? Because because I think he does know that Bernie put it up there simply because he wanted to have... Because he knew that, like, the repeal and replace effort was coming. Right. And he wanted to have a clear, like, here is our example of what to do. Um, Look how much better it is than their example of what to do. Even if all the points aren't worked out on our side, all the points aren't worked out on their side either, but they're going to make it law. I mean, Bernie's put out a bunch of white papers on how you could possibly pay for single payer. It's None of them are great. I mean, none of them don't involve raising taxes significantly on people, but you get yeah. the money back by not fucking paying for health insurance and uh, medical care. Also, I'd point out that, like, uh, what was it? A seven trillion dollar, seventy trillion dollar, uh, uh, military spending budget just went through without people going like, "But how will we pay for it?" No, it was seven hundred billion. Whatever it was. Yeah, I'm just saying, seven hundred billion. Seven hundred billion, seven hundred trillion, whatever. It's an absurd amount. No, it is. It's an absurd amount of money. Yeah. And people are like, "Well, yeah, of course." Right. Yeah, we can find absurd amounts of money. This is America. Yeah, I think they figured out that um, if you just took the difference between what it was and what it is, mm-hmm. you just took that difference, Yeah, you could pay for everyone to go to a public college. Oh, sure. Um, it's just a nor- I, And I don't mind spending good money on defense. Uh I'm not hawkish, but I do understand that there's an important role for the Defense Department to play. It's just, it's it's a ludicrous argument to say, like, well, we can only spend an extraordinary amount of money on defense and not an extraordinary amount of money on health care. Right. All right. Let's keep moving because we're, we're right, already yeah. 15 minutes in and we're like two fucking tweets in. All right. 
Looking forward to Friday night in the great state of Alabama. I am supporting, quote, big, end quote, Luther Strange because he was so loyal and helpful to me. That's all you need to know about Donald Trump. <laughs> that is- well, it also helps to know that he, for some reason, capitalized great state. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's helpful. <laughs> yes. Also, he's found the ampersand this week. He's using mm. it a lot. I mean, it's, it helps. It does. It cuts, da- it cuts it down to like... It cuts two characters out. Yeah, he gets... Um, uh, that's all you need to know about him is that, like, I'm not supporting him because he's got good ideas. Nope. I'm not supporting him because he's great for the, for the state or great for the country. I'm supporting him because he's a friend of mine. Loyal. And, and he was loyal. And he's large. Yeah. I mean, have you seen Luther Strange? He's enormous. Um, That man's heart is the size of my head. Anyone else who tweeted that would get torn apart, but nothing matters. I mean, Trump also hired his children. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course. I mean, either you you believe that every one of his children, except Tiffany, um, is is somehow incredibly, like, the most qualified person for Mm. the job they're in, including Middle East peace, or Trump's a nepotistic freak from hell. Yeah, I want to meet Tiffany so bad. I I don't want to hang out with Tiffany. I don't want to meet any of the other ones. No, no, no. Like, at all? No, but I want to hang out with Tiffany and make her my friend. Yeah. I want to go on adventures with Tiffany Trump. Yeah. If they lead to romance, great. Tiffany... If you're listening, and you are, you definitely are. Uh, c- come on the show. Yeah, we'll have you on. We will. And like I said, if it leads to romance, great. If not, that's fine too. Right. If it's just sex, that's fine as well. <laughs> My wife is fully on board with this. Yeah. No, I think she would be. I think so. With the story we'd get to tell at parties. Yeah. This is my husband. He fucked Tiffany Trump. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway. Tell them what it's like, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, all right. What else we got? I mean, it's cold and unfeeling. Um, All right. No, I'll bet she's tender. Uh, What else do we have? I bet she's tender after the fact. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe... I think there's a lot of staring at the ceiling during. I assume that they hate her because she understands love. I assume that they hate her because... um, I don't know why. they Because they have to hate somebody. I feel like there's always the one... Right, but you would hate Eric. If you have the choice... Of hating one of the kids, you would hate Eric. The only reason you would hate her is because she possesses something that the others don't. And I'm going to say that none of them possess human emotion okay. uh, the way the rest of us are aware of, which is why I have to assume that that's what she possesses. I just assumed it was and they're jealous. The youngest. No, everybody loves the youngest. It's the baby. And that's true. They, well, Baron's the youngest, and they seem to like him. Yeah, they don't talk about him very much. No. All right, let's move on. Okay. Um, All right, so those are the... That's actually the end of the tweets, but then we got a a little bit more to discuss via his Twitter. Yeah, Uh, not everything that he does that's crazy uh, is him actually writing stuff. I mean, other than the golf ball hitting thing and some of the other things that he's um, done... Oh, you want to talk about the, the well, Lana? Well, he's been retweeting uh, so several times this week, at least twice, maybe more. He retweeted one user, which is very rare for Trump. Like uh, people, like uh, Dan Scavino keeps finding like memes and tweets of you know uh, Trump eclipsing Obama or Trump hitting uh, Hillary Clinton with a golf ball or Hillary Clinton's face superimposed over a pile of money and a Jewish star. Uh, yeah. You know, char- shit. charming shit that you find in the dregs of Reddit. Um, right. I never see them because I am a normal human being who does not follow right. uh, awful, awful people. But, tr- but Trump's people do, and they put it in front of Trump, and then Trump giggles and retweets it because, like I said, he's America's large adult son. Uh, which, which one thing I want to point out before we continue yeah. is that uh, Trump has like 35.8, I think it is last time I checked, uh, million Twitter followers. Yeah. I want to be clear to our audience that uh, Dave and I are not two of them. No. Uh, I do not follow him. I check to see what he's put, but I refuse to be part of that number of people that follow him. I would rather do the extra work yes. than have it come up in my timeline. Anyway, continue. Right. So, um, uh, so uh, Trump finds these somehow. They come through the ether. You know, like you see things that other people you, you follow, like, or retweet, mm. and you retweet it, whatever point is for some reason and i don't think trump follows this woman he's retweeted her a couple times and interacted with her on twitter like saying thanks Mm -hmm. for this because she said a couple times like 
hey, I like Donald Trump. He's doing all right. Uh, her, her handle is Lana Del Fenty, and when she's not talking about Trump, she's usually talking about Lana Del Rey. She, uh, Newsweek, I think, tracked her down, mm-hmm. did an interview with her. It was like, we can't confirm a lot of this, but this is what she says is true about her. She's 19. She goes to college in Colorado, and she's cute. There's a face shot of her on, mm-hmm. on, her, on her profile. Trump's trying out a new wife. Yeah. That's what he's doing here. And he's only got a little while. I mean, she's going to be, she's not going to be 19 forever. Right. So you got to get on on that like now. He's working yeah. on this. Like he can't, Trump's, like Trump's whole game has been impacted by being the president. You yeah. Can't, you, you can't go to parties, give underage models cocaine and watch them fuck, which is how he used to pick up women and wives. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so now he has to troll Twitter, I think, for wives. Yeah. Um, I, and, and for those of you who think this is like some misogynistic bullshit on my part, I feel very bad for all of Trump's wives. He's on his third one, and he's cheated on all of them. The idea that Trump is trolls for wives is not misogynistic. It's just a statement of fact. Right. And, like, he's broken every other rule. You never know. Like, let, let, let's move on, because, again, we're 20 minutes in, yeah. and we haven't gotten to anything beyond just crazy Trump tweets. Uh, so you wanted to talk about... Oh, yeah. I just want to talk about... What was the name? What was Laura the name? Packard. Laura Packard. Um, is a uh, stage four cancer um, survivor or battler, yes, if you will. Um, I, I'm hopeful that she will be a survivor of it one day. Um, who kind of criticized uh, Trump's uh, handling mm-hmm. of the healthcare thing because he uh, doesn't not really know what's going on, but so endorses it completely. Right. Uh, and she was like, "Hey, you know, millions of people are going to lose their." their health insurance, and this is awful, and I really think you should like pay a hell of a lot more attention to it than you are, and you should figure out a solution for everyone. And he was like, oh, block. Yeah, he blocked her. Yeah. Um, you know, he was paying enough attention to know that a person was in pain. Yeah. Um, that a person had stage four cancer, um, and yet not enough to be like, hey, let me, let me think about what impact it's going to have on this person. It's also really wrong, and I know, and I actually personally know at least one person who has been blocked by Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm jealous. I've been trying to be. <laughs> keep at it. Um, it's really wrong for the President of the United States to block comment by people. Right. Like, it, is, like, like, it is potentially illegal. It's potentially illegal. They've said that his Twitter, that his Twitter is his way of conversing with the people. So, like, He's a public servant. He's not supposed to do that. But you, it's really, whether or not it's like illegal or not, it's incredibly immoral, not not just for the fact that this one poor woman has cancer, but like incredibly immoral and weird for the president of the United States to shut down an avenue of communication with him for mm-hmm. certain people when he doesn't like what they have to say. Yeah. That's, that's the whole point of the, First, the, the the very first amendment we put on this whole thing, yeah, is being able to do that. So. Uh, all right, so let's get into. Um, uh, to be honest with you, after the crazy Trump tweets, uh, this episode is going to be mostly this week in smoke. We're going to quickly talk about what we're not talking about this week. Yeah. Um, up first, uh, DACA is everywhere and nowhere at once. Right. We talk about it, but we don't know where on the seesaw we are. Right. It could be. <laughs> It could be totally protected. It could be everybody's got to get like on a plane tomorrow and get yeah. the fuck out. And uh, I mean, if you are a recipient of DACA or a Dreamer, God bless, because I can only imagine the stress of this. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's insane. He has held every in in a twenty four hour posi- period. He held every position on this. Met with the Democratic leadership. Had Chinese food with them. Told them he had a deal with them. Then told us on Twitter he didn't have a deal. Then listed the the, the things he would need for there to be a deal, which were the things that they told him at the dinner they were doing. So we're not talking about it. So we're not talking about it until there's ink dry on uh, something from Congress. Anyway, there's no reason to. Um. What else aren't we talking about? Repeal and replace is back. The Graham-Cassidy bill is working its way through various screaming matches. Um, at the moment, um, the same basic four, same four Republican senators are unknown. So you got Rand Paul, 
hates it from the right yeah. may well still vote for it because he hated the other bills from the right, right and voted for them. Uh, you got uh, Linda Murkowski uh, from Alaska. Nobody really knows. They keep trying to buy her yeah. vote. With Collins it. again. We got Collins from Maine. She's a hard no. Uh, unlikely to be shaken, I would guess. You got uh, John McCain, who says he wants to return to regular order and keeps saying weird shit like, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I, I, all I want is to return to regular order. What gets re- what? What does regular order actually mean to John McCain? Nobody seems to know. They're p- trying to put together a committee meeting that might placate him. It'd be in the Judiciary Committee, however, and not in the Health and Human Services mm. or whatever it's called. So would that placate him? Hard to say. It seems to me like McCain really loves attention, though. So mm. he's not going to tell us. No. And we won't know, and probably Graham who is a very close friend of his, uh, will probably not know until it comes to a vote. Um, so we'll see. So we'll see. Shitty. Yeah. It's yeah. shitty and it sucks, and I guess we're not going to talk about it because what's to say? Call your reps. Call your representatives. Yeah. Uh, there was one of the things that like, I specifically mentioned, like, I don't want to talk about this. I know it is hugely important, yeah. but it bums me out to a degree it's, that like I just couldn't do it. Yeah, and it makes you feel really powerless, and what can you do? Like, you can call your representatives if you live in New York like us. That's, that's only going to get you so far. Um, if I mean, if my reps are listening, uh, <laughs> Chuck, Chris, Kirsten, um, you know, I don't think Chuck's running for president. I'm pretty sure Gillibrand is, and you know, Gillibrand... There's a there's a strong there's a strong possibility that the front runner for president is the first person to throw a chair at fucking Graham or Cassidy. Yeah. Shut the Senate down. Yeah. Do it at Cassidy. Yeah. Personally, if I had to pick one. Yeah. Um, uh, he's getting torn apart with the whole Jimmy Kimmel test. But again, we're not talking yeah. about it. All right, moving on. Um, so uh, Trump, our. America's large adult son went and talked to uh, the UN like a big boy and gave a big boy speech to them written by his 32-year-old advisor from Santa Monica, mm-hmm. the fascist Stephen Miller. Um, Where he threatened to wipe a country off the map. He threatened to destroy North Korea and its 25 million inhabitants, one presumes. And I'm sure there'd be no blowback to South Korea, Japan, or China if he did that. Right. With all the seriousness of calling him Rocket Man. He called Kim Jong-un Rocket Man. He did not address him by name. He called him Rocket Man in a speech before the leaders of the entire world. He called Kim Jong-un Rocket Man. I don't have a joke. No. One thing I did enjoy, and then we'll move on because we're not talking about it, um, is as much as, like, fuck John Kelly... Mm-hmm. Um, the face, the faces but, he makes. Yeah, yeah. Just seeing him like with his with his face in his hands yeah. and just being like, "What is happening?" Um, I can't think that the guy's got more than another month in him. I don't know, man. I think I think he I think he legitimately believes he's one of the few people who's saving the world right now, and I don't think that's the case. But whatever, like, he, yeah, you know, you're called. You guess I don't know. Anyway, moving right along. Sean Spicer was on the Emmys. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck the Emmys. Fuck everything. Yeah, the only thing I would have to say is, for me, mm-hmm. personally, uh, my take on it was, hey, that's a fun joke. Still fuck that guy? Mm-hmm. It's a fun joke, but still fuck that guy. I didn't see the joke. I mean, like, the other thing I should, I guess, say is, like, well, the Emmys are dumb. Like, why? So, of course, they did a dumb thing. But, like, ah, just... What, don't bring him out like he's a fucking Teddy. Did you learn nothing from Fallon? You fucking like treat these. You, but but I mean they were doing it at his at his expense to a degree. To an uh, yeah, so was Fallon ruffling Trump's hair at his expense to a degree. But like, I I I don't care. Sean Spicer came out and lied to the nation repeatedly. The only thing you should do with Sean Spicer when you see him is throw full cans of soda at him. Agreed, but I, I think his appearance was essentially him admitting that, that he lied to the American people, which is why I'm still saying, fuck that guy. Yeah. But um, the one thing I did appreciate uh, was there was a joke that had nothing to do with Sean Spicer, uh, but right after Colbert lost mm-hmm. um, to um, This Week Tonight, okay, um, it just cut to him... And uh, I forget who the other person was. It was um, 
one of the other like late night hosts, and they were basically I, it was probably uh, Kimmel, mm-hmm. and they were just drinking like whiskey mm-hmm. and dealing with the fact that they had literally just lost like 15 seconds ago. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you know, that, uh, that show's so good. It's so good they only need to make one a week. Uh, or, you know, or like, uh, so it was basically like dissing them immediately. And I think both sides were like, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's, that's the yeah, thing, yeah, sure. you know. Um, uh, I, I, I like what Jim Corden had to say after the fact about like, cause he'd taken a selfie with, uh, with Spicer. With Spicer. Yeah. And, um, uh, I think he called himself the second biggest jackass in that photo or something nice. like that. Um, yeah, he was, he, he was yeah. like, it was an, you know, a normal night for me. I woke up and thought, well, did I kiss somebody last night? <laughs> Cause he's kissing him. In the phone. Yeah. Anyway, moving right along. We um, got to get into our fucking show already. Yeah. Uh, we had two major hurricanes and an earthquake. Uh, prayers, thoughts. I don't know what to say at this point. The, 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 there's a lot of uh, yeah. falling apart going on. Um, Let's take some of that 700 billion and rebuild some shit because we're going to need to. Yeah. And then, uh, again, back to the UN, our large adult son went before the leaders of Africa mm-hmm. and said that all of his wealthy friends were busy going to Africa because of all the wealth that was there. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good, that's a good start. That's mm-hmm. a, there's nothing historically yeah. problematic about saying that. And then made up the country of Nambia. Mm-hmm. Just name-checked Nambia as a country in Africa. And nobody... I mean, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, I think he meant Nambla. <laughs> sure. That's my, my thought, is that he... Uh, he's been so involved with Nambla that yeah. he just assumed that that was the country. Yeah. You know what? Google it, kids. We're not going to tell you what it is. Yeah. Don't yeah. Google it. Yeah, don't. Don't. don't Do not, end, you're going to yeah. end up on the list. Speaking of lists, let's move on to this week in smoke. There's so much smoke There's that, w- so that we had to take much the whole back half of this. smoke. Okay. To begin, a lawsuit was filed in federal court by a group called Crew that's... Uh, Citizens for uh, Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Crew uh, was like, "Hey, bunch of people are coming to Mar-a-Lago to meet with the president. He's calling it the Winter Fucking White House. So why don't you tell us who they are? Because people have a right to know. Right. In it- fact, you do have a right to know who visits the president." Just like you have a right not to be blocked by him. So uh, crew was like, okay, guys, uh, tell us who it is. And the federal judge was like, yep, you got to tell him. And uh, the president's uh, uh, administration responded by releasing a list of 22 names, all of whom were from the Japanese delegation that we already knew was had visited. Yeah, and presumably the argument uh, that they would make is the same one they made for the White House, is that there's a national security issue that people should be able to come and go from a resort. Yes. Like, yes. That, uh, that, like, that should not be the case. No, no, it should not be the case. We should know about everybody who goes and yeah. talks to the president or who buys access to the president. Yeah. Uh, if, if, you're going to, uh, if you're going to have a serious, the nation is at stake, there is security at stake kind of things... Maybe have that meeting actually in the White House, not in between rounds of the golf course. Um, I'm starting to get the feeling that Donald Trump is not... On the up and up? Good. I'm starting to feel like he might not be good. Yeah. Uh, uh, but what can you do? So who knows? Um, who knows what's going on there? Uh, but clearly he wants to be able to see people that we are not seeing in a similar way to maybe Eric Jr. is doing that because he's decided he doesn't need Secret Service yeah, uh, protection anymore because uh, they're invading his privacy. Weird. That's weird. Yeah. Um, and Kellyanne Conway, both on the same day. Yeah. We don't know what it means yet, but we're going to figure it out. We'll get to it. Uh, I heard that Conway uh, was only getting temporary protection because there were some threats against her, and I guess they've figured they've now neutralized them. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Who knows? Um, moving right along. So Ty Cobb, uh, not the baseball player. No. Uh, the, the handlebar mustache attorney for Donald Trump, who is helping him with this Russia stuff. That um, we're paying for. That we are paying for. Ty Cobb uh, took a meeting 
at a BLT stake about 100 feet from the Washington Bureau of the New York Times. Yep. At BLT stake, sitting in the next table over, maybe a little predictably, was an, uh, a, a reporter for the New, New York, York Times. Times. Yeah. Who took notes on what Ty Cobb was saying to the other attorney there. And um, uh, he... Was, this one being a private attorney for, for yeah. Trump. I don't remember who it was specifically, who, but... Davis, I think, was his last yeah. name. Um, um, but they talked about... Uh, mostly they talked about Don McGahn, the White House counsel, and how Don McGahn didn't seem to be, want to be as aggressive with document releases to Mueller's team as uh, Trump's personal attorneys were... Uh, suggesting they should be. He also said that McGahn has a um, a safe with a couple of files in with it. A couple of files in it that they want that he won't give to them. Now, one question that does come to mind is: yeah. Is Don McGahn crazy, or is he crazy like a crazy idiot fox? <laughs> And the and and the difference is Don McGahn or Ty Cobb. Uh, Ty Cobb, sorry, is Ty Cobb crazy or is he crazy like Crazy Idiot Fox? Because the difference is, if he's crazy, he just doesn't think through the fact that he's next to the New York Times and talking loudly about this stuff. Yeah. If he's a crazy idiot fox, however, he's uh, figuring that he can leak without seeming to leak to the press by talking loudly here. Because supposedly he was the one who was arguing for release the documents, right. everything's fine, nothing happened. Right. And if you, you know, read back on his statement, it sounds like Ty Cobb at least believes that Donald Trump has nothing shady on him. Yeah. And that anything bad would be coming from Don McGahn and the White House at large. Yeah. Now, presumably, though, as a White House, as a person who's being paid by the U.S. government, mm -hmm. the first thing that Ty Cobb would do is go to him and say, look, if you did anything wrong, right. do not tell me. Right. No, no, no. Like, no, 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 no you no. cannot tell me those things. You can't represent somebody if you don't know what they did. Agreed. But because he's paid by the government, Ty I am relatively confident that there's information that, like... Ty Cobb's Trump's personal attorney, I thought. No. That, oh, that's Cohn? There's yeah. so many fucking attorneys. The attorneys yeah. are attorneys. Ty, Ty Cobb specifically is paid. He is an attorney for Trump, but he is paid by the U.S. government. So I feel like client attorney. I mean, I don't know the. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it does, but but I think that there is a. I think. I think strategy to not knowing. I I think if you, I think if you are, a attorney who is paid for by the government, you have a more you have more of an obligation to tell people if a law has been broken. And the, the, my only basis on that mm -hmm. is, um, is the West Wing where, oh, okay. uh, where the president went to the attorney and said, like, you know, hey, I had, like, he had some sort of recording device uh -huh. that wasn't really recording at the time, but he wasn't sure it was. And uh, he said, hey, I have this thing. And he smashed the thing. And he's oh. like, you need to stop talking. <laughs> okay. You need to not tell me any more words. Uh, because technically, he worked for the government, right. not for the president. All right. Um, so my gut would be that of all of the attorneys, Ty Cobb is probably the least knowledgeable he also seems to spend things. a lot more time on his facial hair than he should. Yes. And he got taken by an email prankster. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, um, but let's, let, let's, let's, let's leave Ty Cobb for the time being yeah. and move along. Let's move on to the big story of the week. I think it's Manafort. Yeah. Uh, big Paul Manafort's in the news. So here's what's been going on with him. Ah, there's so much to discuss. Manafort... It came out yesterday, Manafort was the subject of FISA uh, 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 warrants, FISA yeah. surveillance. Um, FISA is a foreign agent. If you believe somebody's a foreign, an agent of a foreign government acting in, those foreign, in that foreign government's service in America, essentially a spy, you can go to a FISA court and get a warrant on them. And it's... Um, it's sealed. It's There's no sealed. way for any of us to know. The court proceedings are secret. They're, they, have a, they have a lower standard 
than search warrants, for example, um, because typically you are not targeting what are called U.S. persons or mm. citizens of the country. Instead, you're targeting um, people who might not be protect- as robustly protected by the Constitution. Right, and, and they have an obligation of every 90 days they need to be renewed. Right. Um, you have to prove that they were of benefit. Right. And you have, to, you have to make a good faith effort to show that you believe that this person is acting as uh, uh, an agent of a foreign power in this country. And if you're targeting a U.S. person, you really have to show the fuck out of that. Right. Judge. And it came out that he was the subject of two. One, for what he was dealing with in the Ukraine. Right. And that went on for many, many cycles yes. of 90 days. Um, it eventually got shut down around the time uh, that uh, the Trump campaign kicked in high gear. Yes. And then a new one kicked in. Yes. Uh, and that one was for his dealing with specifically Russian individuals. Mm-hmm. And that one continued through January of this year. Yes. Um, so At least January of this year. So, Lordy, there may actually be tapes. Yes. Um, one thing, speaking of that, that has been theorized is that this was probably not a leak from Manafort's house, uh, Manafort, uh, from uh, Mueller's house. Mm-hmm. Um, Mueller's house is pretty leak proof. A lot of people might know this information, though. But somebody who might leak it is the, prosecu- the, the defense team, mm-hmm. Manafort's people. Why might they leak it? Good question. One would be to signal to Trump, in case Trump doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Another might be, did you notice how people started bringing up the fact that Trump was, was in fact, uh, 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 tapped yeah. in the aftermath? That's a big right-wing media talking point right now. See, Trump was right. He was tapped. Except he wasn't. Well, he wasn't, if, if you have a basic command of the facts. But uh, the strategy has been historically yeah. to just take a fact and make it a global broad fact without actually the backing of fact. Right. So, like, he, Hillary uh, was not great at email security becomes emails. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it is possible that he was the one who released it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it keeps going back and forth in my mind. Um, I mean, either even if he did... It's not good for no. him. It's 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 a bad thing that he was, and it's probable that like a lot of really incriminating shit got caught on his fucking uh, speechy talks. Yeah, uh, and his spokesman mm-hmm. uh, met with I think it was the House Intel or the Senate. I, I don't really remember. Uh, Maloney, Maloney, uh, yes, yeah, d- did meet with somebody. Yeah, as well as Mueller pulled uh, Manafort's lawyer, Mm -hmm. subpoenaed Manafort's lawyer. That is typically not done. It's not illegal. You can do it. Generally speaking, lawyers then go, I have attorney-client privilege. Not always. Not always, especially if the lawyer's done something illegal. And you're like, hey, I got you doing something illegal, so why don't you talk to me? Yeah. Who knows if that's the case? There there are certain things that do not qualify for attorney-client privilege. And, And I think Mueller is hoping... Sure. To click on those things and, as you said, point out the illegal things yes. <laughs> that that guy may have done. It is confusing to me at this point um, that um, I would think, based on the fact that they told, uh, j- just going back to mm-hmm. metaphor for a second, like um, more came out about the raid. Yes. No uh, knock warrant where they picked his lock. Yeah, they picked his lock. Now, um, the thing is, like, Getting a search warrant is not easy. No, um, especially a search warrant against a rich white guy. Right. Um, getting a no-knock search warrant is a lot harder because you need to prove that, um, A, the, the person isn't compliant. Right. Uh, and, B, that there's a good chance that they will try and destroy information mm-hmm. um, while you are trying to serve the warrant. Right. Um, metaphor testified before Congress that fucking day. I think the day before, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, assuming that you don't count the next day until the morning. Right. It was that day. Yeah, yeah. Within um, 24 hours, he'd been in front of Congress. Right. So to convince a judge 
that he is not communicating. He is not He's non-compliant. Is yeah. not compliant to the degree that he may try and destroy evidence. The day that he testifies before Congress means he's up to some shady shit. Oh, sure. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how he or Flynn yeah. has not flipped at this point. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would say this. If I were either him or Flynn, I went to work for Donald Trump. I knew what Trump was. Among the things that Trump is, is a monster. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be scared. Yes. But I think, like, I, I think they would be able to protect him. And, you know... Um, oh, I'd be scared either way. Like, if I didn't talk, there'd always be the threat that I would talk. They'd try to pull me off the board at some point. Yeah, that's why I would talk. Yeah. Like, I would, like... And Corey Lewandowski actually said, if Flynn and Manafort did go rogue... Mm-hmm. and work with the Russians, I hope they spend the rest of their lives in jail. Yeah, of course he's going to say that. Yeah, so I think there's already a distance, I mean, there was already a distance setting. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so... Flynn didn't go rogue. Flynn, after he was fired, like, Trump was trying to get him back into the White House. It's yeah. It's known they spoke, like, the, the like, what... Uh, and Mueller's going back, uh, uh, supposedly Mueller's going back 11 years. On, on Manafort, yeah. On Manafort, yeah. I mean, yeah, again, this wasn't a rogue operation. It wasn't Manafort trying to deliver Donald Trump to the nation on the, on the, on the, uh, on the dime of the Russians. Yeah. Like, Manafort would, gain, would only gain from that in the sense that the Russians would pay him, but, like, the whole thing would f- presumably fall apart and come down on him if he wasn't ordered to do it. He was ordered to do it by somebody. Yeah. So it's a matter of time before, like, and with those conversations, I am confident that um, we, that I am hopeful that we will see the light of day. Now, I know that there's a, a certain amount of um, things that the president can protect. Yeah. Uh, but I don't believe that any of them are pre when he was the president. Right. Which brings us to today's news. Yes. That during the campaign, when he was the campaign manager, mm-hmm. Paul Manafort reached out to a Russian oligarch billionaire, which he'd had a lot of dealings with, including when that Russian oligarch billionaire may have been like, hey, can you rep Russia to the United States and get our interests looked after, which may be the reason that they brought up the fucking FISA warrants on the guy in the first place. Yeah, That Russian billionaire oligarch who has the Kremlin ties because all Russian billionaire oligarchs give half their money to Vladimir Putin personally? That guy. Yeah. Manafort offered to give him, quote-unquote, personal, private briefings on the state of the election. To what benefit? I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... What, that's, what, what and, benefit indeed? And just to be clear, like, for all... I mean, nobody who listens to this podcast is going to scream fake news because they already know... Um, how they already know where the fake news is coming from, but um, Manafort's people agreed to that today. They didn't deny it. They confirmed that yes, that is a thing that he did. Yeah, they just they put it this way: a lot of people owed Paul Manafort money. <laughs> he was trying to get money from the guy because the guy he'd worked for him and and. <laughs> <laughs> and he owed Paul Manafort money. So he's just trying to get money from him. That's all. That doesn't make any sense. Also, if you owe him money and you're offering private briefings on the fuck, there's a favor trade right there. I'm yeah. going to give you the money I owe you if you give me information. But So I can fucking... Uh, come on, guys. Yeah, it's the opposite of the... Like, any... It, it's... So I think we know at this point um, where a bunch of the, you know eventual like folks who are going to flip are going to be yeah. we've known it for a while yeah. but it, it really seems as though like Mueller's doing everything in his power to make this happen and i don't even know if he needs to because if he's got those conversations yeah, uh, I mean, and Mueller, all that Mueller, like the question is will manafort just take the jail time does he have 
can he deliver somebody bit bigger than himself, which obviously would be like somebody close to the president or the president himself. Yeah. The, the question that I have been trying to tackle, and then we probably should move on because we're already very long into this episode. Sure. Why was he fired? Manafort? Yeah. Manafort was fired because his ties to Russia came out during the campaign. He was becoming... He was also doing a terrible job of running the campaign. I, 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 I agree, It but went Manafort, Lewandowski, uh, uh, Bannon. Mm. And Manafort... Uh, I think that's the order. It might have been Lewandowski, Manafort. But as I recall, it's Manafort, Lewandowski, Man- Bannon. Manafort ran the campaign very badly. They weren't gaining a lot of... Tr- no, it was Lewandowski, then Manafort. Lewandowski ran the campaign terribly and then assaulted a reporter mm-hmm. and was fired. Manafort ran the campaign more competently, but once Trump had secured the nomination, Manafort was there for the nomination. That mm-hmm. um, Once Trump secured the nomination, everybody started going, there were a lot of Russians at the fucking uh, Convention. RNC, yeah. and you guys changed up the platform with regards to the Ukraine cared a comment, and then people started being like, Oh, yeah, and your campaign is run by a guy who has worked for dictators and oligarchs his entire life and is on a black ledger in the Ukraine with his name on it and $33 million in it. You want to... Okay, so that's... That's when he was fired. And then Bannon took over. Okay. Um, All right, so let's let's move on because we know at this point, like, things are not great. Things not great. Um... The RNC is pay- it came out this week that the RNC is paying for Trump's personal attorneys. Yeah, uh, which which is one of those things when we're deciding whether or not to talk about it. I was like, I don't. That just feels like a douchey thing, right? But not necessarily a thing that we should talk about because it doesn't really indicate any smoke, right? And then you kind of corrected me. Well, I mean, I don't know this to be true, but there is a reason somebody who name rhymes with Grob Gruller might leak that to the pr- information to the press. Mm-hmm. And it is that Flynn and Manafort and a bunch of other people working for Trump at various times and people still currently working for Trump are paying for their own attorneys mm-hmm. and are like... To the tunes of hundreds of thousands hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Some of them are going bankrupt. I don't feel any any kind of bad for them. But... If you suddenly hear that, wait, Trump, a supposed billionaire, is getting his attorneys paid for by fucking other billionaires who give to the RNC, and I'm fucking going broke here because I stuck my neck out for the guy. Fuck that guy. You might start tweeting at yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for you tr- up to 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 Bob Mueller. Uh, Trump is already four hundred fifty thousand dollars in to the RNC. Yeah, so that's great. That's sure cool. Yeah. Um, so that's not smoke, as much as it is like, you know, yeah. it's relevant though. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Uh, Bob Mueller has requested a bunch of current docs surrounding Comey, Flynn. They're firing meetings with the Russians. Basically, everything that uh, we've heard of, we've heard about Mueller has apparently heard about, too, and wants the White House to preserve all documents and hand them over to him. (sighs) And this will be the question of where he starts to try and exert executive privilege and whether or not that is legitimate. Right. um, Because executive privilege is intended to uh, to deal specifically with situations of national security. And I I don't know that. And I feel like. Part of me says that Trump is dumb and that most of Trump's legal team is like people who came up with him in real estate and not this. And there are people who are there to, like Don McGahn, protect the White House instead of Trump. Trump doesn't deal a lot with email. Trump, you know, maybe maybe there's some information on his phone that he doesn't want to share or whatever. Why would he just not destroy the information and hope, you know? Yeah. That seems to be, have been his M.O. all along. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know if that's as possible in the White House. Probably not, but they might get him for that. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, last bit of smoke. Uh, Michael Cohen was supposed... He's, he's Trump's... He's another of Trump's personal attorneys. I think he's... Isn't he the one who, who was says who guy? 
The what? The says who guy. I don't remember. I don't... Where, there was this like interview. It's like interview that was legendary as all this stuff is legendary for about 10 seconds and then something else swamped the news cycle. But mm. during the campaign, uh, this female reporter has him on and she's like, uh, yeah, but he's losing. And the guy, and the, and the guy he's in, I think is Michael Cohen, just goes, says who? And she goes, polls. Says who? And she goes, polls. All the polls say he's not doing well. They don't, people mm. don't like him. Oh, and that's like sort of how the it was just like the yeah. most awkward, weird interview ever. He did win, so uh, says who? Yeah. But anyway, that guy. Uh, He's he, voted most likely to curse you out to your face. Yeah, my Cohen was supposed to testify privately before the Senate Intel Committee. He put together a statement, then he talked to the press about it, and the mm. Senate Intel Committee was like, "We oh, agreed we weren't going to do that. We, we, we talked about this guy." So then they canceled his meeting and are going to bring him in publicly next month, which. Could be a strategy on Cohen's part. Yeah. Although I did appreciate the fact that they basically like they debated it for an hour and just made him sit in the fucking yeah. lobby. <laughs> like they had him come in, they, they didn't tell him. Like, all right, yeah. go home. Fuck yeah. you. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like again, it's it's really hard to know uh who's crazy, who's a crazy idiot, yeah. and you know, like stupid or insane. Um what, what I like about what's coming up. Yeah is um, you had the Comey interview, mm-hmm. and Comey's very, you know, Comey knows what to say and what not to, but he goes a little, he'll go a little rogue on you. Yeah. You know, and you had, like, the head of the FBI and the NSA and the CIA, like, all of the uh, public hearings that we've had so far have been by professionals. Yeah. Um, but coming up, uh, you know, we don't know exact dates yet. We have Roger Stone. <laughs> We have Michael Cohen. <laughs> we have Don Jr. Oh, that's gonna be um, those are either going to be like two hours of Fifth Amendment mm-hmm. or like each or two hours of just rambling lunacy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm preferring the second one because I, I can't wait to see like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, and this is why I love Kamala Harris, or however you pronounce her first name, because um, I think she's going to be the one who's sort of like, okay, let's start simple. Yeah. Just answer this question that I know how you're going to answer, and then I'm going to tear you the fuck apart. Right. And, you know? Like, because I think all of these people are people who think that they are smart. Right. And that are not smart. They are not smart. And they've never been in this particular situation again. Maybe, maybe Michael Cohen, yeah, because he's an he's attorney. An attorney at any rate. Uh, but he's also just a shitty human being. So, but Roger Stone is gonna like. Uh, Roger Stone. Um, I'm really looking forward to that one. I'm taking that day off work. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I mean, I think th- I, I I think they're all just hoping that we go to war with North Korea before then. Yeah. Uh, which, which seems like we might. Yeah, just well, just fun. to just to get it, just to get them all out of having to interview. Yeah, having I mean, interview. can't be interviewed if it's flaming hole by the ground. Yeah. Um. So all of our um, uh, our opposite effect for this week, uh, kind of actually ties back to all of this. Yeah. Uh. We uh. It's what we kicked off our smoke with. Um, the group that sued, uh, to get that. To get them Mar-a-Lago list of yeah. twenty-two people that they're clearly trying to uh, obstruct giving the actual list is called Crew. It's uh, like I said, it's the Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. They've been uh, really <laughs> working hard lately, uh, trying to get more ethics into Washington. It's uh, you know they do not seem to want to do it themselves. They yeah. Um, and and they're doing very important work highlighting not only the Mar-a-Lago issue but the but the issues surrounding uh you know travel that uh Trump's people are taking on private jets and on the government dime and um uh Are they working on the um uh, on the legal defense fund anonymous funding? Oh there's there's they're up on that I believe that that now you can anonymously donate to Trump and Trump's people's legal defense funds, which is just great. That's just what you want. Yeah, why would you want to know who's helping them with that process? No, why would? Um, 
you know, and also the 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 issues surrounding uh, Trump's DC properties and who's renting slash buying them and why we don't get to see that information, why we don't get to see who's staying at the Trump Hotel in DC, why do we, you know, stuff like that. Uh, crew has been uh, front and center on a lot of that. And uh, like I said, it's a lot of work right now. So this week we're asking you to support them. You can go to www.citizensforethics.org. Um, toss them a couple bucks this week. It's really important work. Uh, yeah, or click the link on the website because I, I, if you're like me, you'll spell it wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, but go there, give them some money. And um, and I think that's everything we got this week, Dustin. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next Thanks, week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.